Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. That half plus something thing, man. If you have to start employing maths to work out whether it's appropriate, it's probably yeah. inappropriate. Yeah, I think it's more than. <laughs> Will what? Will what's or, half your age plus seven? Uh, uh, how old am I? Uh, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 22. I mean, that's that's too. Yeah, young. That's, yeah. That's, that's that's fucking weird. Young. That is weird. Yeah, yeah. Uh, would you would you go the other way? So uh, twice your age plus seven. Yeah, twice, yeah, twi- what would twice for 68 or something oh yeah if it's right it's right man hello and welcome to legitimate likes the podcast where we take a look at some of humanity's most popular fascinations and we try to work out are they really worth the hype they may be likes, but are they legitimate likes? My name is Hugh, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Will. Hi, Will. That's me. I'm Will. Thanks for having me, Hugh. How are you? You're very welcome. I'm great. I'm excited, Will, because we have a guest. This is one of our increasingly oh, more popular yeah. guest episodes. They like other people more than us. It's fair enough and understandable. Yeah, you can't argue with them. And uh, yeah, delighted to welcome in Alan Grace. Uh, feels very strange calling you Alan Grace, uh, because I've only ever called you Gracie in my... Uh, entire acquaintance with you it's actually so odd now it felt normal until about 18 and then yeah. kind of acceptable for mid-20s because you know i was still so old in college and now really really odd at 37 that i'm still being introduced to people as gracie uh, and all my friends still call me gracie yeah. and i don't think anyone calls me alan no but when i hear when i said alan grace was like i feel i'm i feel i'm serving you with the subpoena or something oh yeah it, it's it's all business yeah yeah absolutely um, Will, you've never met Gracie before. No, I and I, I don't know what I expected, but I, I do understand if your name... I, it's very good that you've got the second name Grace because that's a very strong second name after the, the tepid start of Alan. You say that. You know? It's a... <laughs> I mean, wow. if, we, if we're talking about tepid starts and then strong finishes to names... <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, the only, I'm, I'm speaking from a place of knowledge, oh, you know. Oh, like, Billy Seabag having a go at me. 
<laughs> yeah, the most common name in the world. So, bo- I say world, I mean England. Boring old Germanic English name, William. For Seabag Montefiore. Hello. Now we're talking. And my parents added their flair to it, and they gave me the middle name, John. Ooh. Ooh. Double boring. <laughs> uh, what are you going to call Gracie during this episode? Because I think it can be quite awkward to go in meeting someone and then referring to them by the nickname, which everyone else uh, uses. Wasn't sort of thinking about it being awkward until you just said it will be. So yeah. I think I'll just choose a different name each time. Oh, I like that. So, uh, Gracie boy, how are you? How's your toe? My toe now is fantastic. I mean, we've had about 10 years, maybe even 20 years clear at this stage on that album. Oh, back in the day. You're an ingrown toenail survivor. Survivor. I'd say from the age of somewhere around nine to the age of 17, almost constant. Wow. It's hard. Did you? Uh, how did you cope with it? How did you deal with it? <laughs> this is what I want to make the podcast into a toenail podcast. For first time listeners, I often talk about my ingrown toenail and uh, everybody hates it. Not me. me. And, and, uh, Will's but, um, greatest regret is that the toenail issue has now been resolved because it leaves them with very little to talk about. Yeah, uh, so, so your ingrown toenail, please tell us everything. Tell us the pain, describing detail, the pus that came out. Oh, well, I went down the official route the first time, GP, all the rest, and uh, it was the most excruciating thing that I'd ever gone through. Not so much removal, but did, did you ever get, have to get the injection into the side of your toe to hit the nerve? Uh, oh, like for the anaesthetic? Yeah, and yeah, I, yeah, I don't yeah. think I've ever felt pain like that, so... As about a 10-year-old, I decided from then on, not for me. If it ever occurs again, I'm just getting a knife or nail clippers and I'm going DIY on it. And that's yeah. that served me very well for about 10 years uh, until I think essentially I've just ripped that part of the nail out of the nail bed and it just doesn't grow back anymore. So problem solved. There you go. Yeah. Problem solved. I mean, well, that's amazing. In a sense. Can we discuss the fact that this has happened to me as well, that anesthetics are so incredibly painful yeah and really make you question whether this is worth it all yeah you'd think they could as they were injecting them like push a little bit out so as they're going in mm. they... but that i i think there's probably a scientific reason why that can't happen. i assume i assume <laughs> you're thinking dental here hugh well i got one in my leg i got one when i needed stitches once the but yeah dentists shouldn't be doing that <laughs> so yeah dental he goes to your dentist for everything. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, the real problem with the dental anesthetics are that you can't speak then for quite some time. You know, you're left with a big old, big old flubbery tongue or lip. Speaking of flubbery tongue, please welcome our producer, Anya. Hi. Anya, it's your worst nightmare. Two ingrown toenail aficionados on the podcast. I, I, I. I just get a lot of texts from people being like, great pod, have to skip past the first 15 minutes, you know, so. Yeah, and yet for some sickos, it's all about that first 15 minutes. Well, I mean, I suppose I should tell you why we're, why we're here mm. today. Um, so, obviously, Hugh and I know Gracie, and therefore can call him Gracie, not Alan. Uh, yeah. I, ca- I called you Alan earlier, I don't know why I did it. I think it might be indicative of the passage of time since I've last seen you that I think we've had to go back. You feel like we're adults now. Yeah, hello, Alan. Yeah. Whereas I know him as uh, Grizzly Bits. The three of us used to work together, and I that ended about five years. Oh, well, sorry, I think I left about five years ago, and I don't think we've we've met since. I don't think I've. I know, haven't bumped into you. Haven't chatted to you. Thought no. we were thought we were friends. Then heard an earlier podcast where oh, yeah. very much put into the. Uh, uh, Hugh is still unpacking the chaos. 
which was a very a very difficult thing there more depressingly was the other option that Hugh might consider me in his top eight friends <laughs> so yeah you suddenly felt a lot of pressure yeah I'm hoping I'm in the in the associate column really after even though it hurt a lot it would I be mean, m- more I, tragic for you I if the other heard, way around. I didn't get I didn't get direct messages from people but I heard through various people because yeah, they don't have your number anymore <laughs> exactly, yeah they're all blocked but and they all sort of, you know, there was a bit of, but, but I'm, and again, it's one of those things, if you have to ask the question, you know. I, I didn't think I needed it. I did take the Instagram to DM you, or at least DM the legitimate likes uh, account to. Did you, to, have, did you have to request to, to follow To register you? my displeasure with it. Yeah. 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 yeah, it's a big thing to come out and say, like, to limit the amount of friends. And especially when your friends know the amount of friends you have and they can count off on the list oh, who's yeah. above them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I still sometimes worry that, I'm not. <laughs> and you were the best man at my wedding. So that's very <laughs> awkward. <laughs> um, anyway, sorry. So we really wanted Gracie to come on. And uh, Gracie, I... I we, well, no. Uh, I, we, Hugh and I, uh, I mean, there's a lot of things that you're very into that we thought you'd be great on. But you had a great idea that we hadn't thought of at all, which was to talk about Kanye West, um, the bombastic, controversial musician who burst onto the scene in 2004 with his debut album, The College Dropout, and has been, uh, I suppose, in our in our cultural collective consciousness since then. I thought it was a, it was a, it was a great idea for an episode. Uh, Grace, I know you also were talking about doing The Office, which is another fantastic idea. Yeah, I feel like I, I know a lot more about The Office. I think you might. I think you might be pleased with the quiz, though, because oh, there's an in. intriguing office crossover. Oh, okay. So yeah. So I Gracie, guess might... you're coming on as a Kanye expert. Is that fair? Or sorry, I should say a yay expert. Is that yeah. how you pronounce it? Yay or ye? Yay. Oh, I don't know. Yay. Yay. Oh, was so it yay? I, I had a, I had a note to ask. <laughs> the the I the Irish pronunciation is ye. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. That's when you're talking to more than one Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> but is, is yay? Is is that? an abbreviation of the name or is it just something new God, you have a you have a difficulty with letters yeah. and words don't you yeah. yeah it's right at the end there just the way yeah, yeah. i thought it was because he, he took it because it was the it was the word most used in the bible so is it that or is it that it's short it's, well, it's short i think his name actually means uh from god or something like yeah. that like the chosen chosen the chosen it's like one. a neo so yeah it's swahili so i it's just that he's gone with yay he's had his album jesus uh he does a lot of yeah. playing with the fact that he, he thinks he's God and uh, he mm. can kind of make his name sound like Jesus. So it's a... Uh, no, it's definitely I mean, from... We can all Kanye. do that if you put the effort into just changing it completely. I mean, Alan Grace is pretty close. Alan Grace feels like he could have been a disciple. Yeah, and Hucifer. Yeah. Hucifer. Yeah. Hucifer. <laughs> the dark side. Uh, so I guess we'll, we'll crack on with the with the quiz. Mm. I think this might be too easy for Gracie, but we'll we'll get a too it. easy for Gracie. Well, the first one is is anyone's game really. So we're gonna play a round of who said it, Michael Scott or Kanye. Oh. Who said it, Michael Scott or Kanye? Who said it, Michael Scott or Kanye? Uh, I'm really bad with answering questions. Usually, I don't even answer them. Oh, like I know I know nothing about Kanye. I should say that straight away. But I do <laughs> know The Office. I know nothing. I, I'm really bad at answering questions. Usually, it does I think sound I know. pretty Michael Scott. But what do you I think, think it's Kanye. I think that I'm 99% sure that's Michael Scott. I think it's oh. Michael Scott as well. But I can't I can't pinpoint the episode. But Will, do you have a, a thought? Yeah, I think it's I think it's Kanye West. 
Well, unfortunately, Will has it. Oh, oh my God. It's, 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 it's Kanye. Oh. Okay. Okay, we're now not on a team. It's Will versus uh, Grizzles, world. McDizzles, and Hugh. Uh, I, I used to have insecurity about my finances. Then I announced that I had debt, and now I don't have any insecurities. <laughs> oh, you see, there's an episode where Michael declares bankruptcy. Yeah, and I think, I, and I, and I think that's the red herring there. I'm pretty yeah, sure that I'm pretty yeah. sure that's Kanye after the fallout with Adidas or something like that where he was on paper said to be a billionaire and then really had nothing. So I think Kanye. Great race, he's absolutely right and it is Kanye. So I'm very well picked. Or very well I, I was gonna say the same thing, which means I get a point too. Uh, well done. Uh, I would say I have an un- I would say I have an unfair advantage because I watch reality dating shows like a hawk and I learn, I absorb information from the strategies of the winners and the losers. Actually, I probably learn more from the losers. <laughs> I do know this one. That I is Michael Scott. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I watched the episode the other day. I think possibly the date Mike episode. Uh, well done. Uh, there was there was there was two other versions I was toying with. There was Kanye West or Jesus, uh, or Kanye West or uh, Justin Bieber. But Justin Bieber is just probably the most boring human alive. So went, went for Michael. Scott. Can I can I can what? I shock you? Yeah. I I yeah. was toying with one Kanye West or Alex Jones. Oh. Which was depressingly far too dark for this to, wow. to, to go on. But I did I did come up with a quick quiz for you guys if it's okay. Oh, oh, wow. my, God. oh my god. So oh. so it's Grass Grass Market Jones is up the game oh, of the quiz. I'm, I'm, I'm really liking the dedication to every time a different name. I'm really trying to surprise myself. Grass Market Jones, it was a weird Grass one. Market Jones. Um so I've come up with it's very much just the same game. Kanye West or Kanye Jest? Uh, <laughs> Better name. AKA they've rebadged it, you fool. I've got three quotes here. Yeah. Two, two are real, one is false. I love oh this. God. I love this. Okay. Sorry. This so is... quote number one. Yeah. Everybody knows the movie Get Out is about me. <laughs> quote number two. My greatest pain in life is that I will never get to see myself perform live. <laughs> and Me and you both, ye. Quote number three. The Pope is a fraud. The only person that God speaks through on this world is me. Oh. I know one of these is real. I know one of them is real. Yeah. Right. Uh, Lucifer, any thoughts? I, think the, I mean, the middle one, the performing live. Was that the middle one? The performing yeah. Live. I feel that's got to be real like that's that's something a man with a massive ego says you know yeah um, i think that, that's the re- that's so sorry so two of them are real two of them are real, real one is false fake. the god one the get out one has to be fake <laughs> i really hope it's not though and that's what I, I like to vote for what i root for what do you think will what was your instant reaction i i know the answer and oh, I, I, i'm not gonna answer. say yeah I feel it would ruin it if I just say the answer. I really want the get out one to be real on you. Yeah, me too. I think the God one. I think we all know he thinks he's like God, so that would be. I think the get out one has to be has to be the fake. I'm I'm saying get out's real. Okay, split decision. Whoa. The fake one is the Pope is a fraud. The only person that God speaks through is me. The get oh, wow. the get out one is real. That's amazing. <laughs> and I guess sort of tragic. So, you know. Uh, yeah, I feel I, like that's the theme of the episode. I, I I do have three quick questions for you, just to test oh, It's like a quiz off. 
so what song did Kanye sample of the 2011 song Otis? Oh, um, the only way I could get it now is if I sing it. Uh, okay, oh, well, please. here we go. Let's here go. Here we go. Uh, try, a, try a little tender. Try a little... <laughs> <laughs> or try a little try tenderness. A... Yeah, try a little tender yeah, try... is what people say in jellies. I yeah. Think, yeah, that's an Eddie Rocket <laughs> song, I think. Uh, crazy, is... can, you, can you give us a blast? Oh, God, no. I thought that was you singing it. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I started uh, off. Try a little tender. What could go wrong? Try a little tender chicken goujon. Very nice. Is that it? Yeah. What is the name of the religious event that Kanye hosts every week? Every week? Every week? I think it's every week. <laughs> well, I suppose masses are every week, but I don't know. I suppose... <laughs> Still, it sounds like a lot of effort. Um, I assume it's, it's, it's again, a pun related to his name. I mean, yes. this is someone who... who, who, who decided yeah. to just have the crack while naming his child. So I'm convinced he'd do the same with the religious event. Um, Call it something disgusting like ye- Yeaster. Yeaster <laughs> 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 uh, is unbelievable. That is amazing. I like. I would not be surprised if, if Kanye did... Like, that would be an amazing bit of marketing if he did Yeaster. Mm-hmm. Uh, Golden eggs and stuff. It's you don't know it. It's it, it's Sunday service. That's just mass. So mass, yeah. mass wasn't far yeah. off. Uh, and what happens at Sunday service? Um, oh, him in, him with there's him. like a there's kind of a, a house choir. There's um. I will say, you, I'd say there's a good choir at Kanye's. You get yeah. standard outfits to wear. They all wear these kind of like nude colored t-shirts and stuff. And, Does he sell uh, them to them for five hundred dollars? I think there's a lot of that, yeah. So it's like a minimum. It's it's invite only, but I think you have to, you have to pay. Uh, and then the last one is what is the what worked for the Catholic is, Church? What is the name of the woman who calls herself most recently called herself Kanye's muse, and infamously gave a an interview in which she pronounced uncut uncut gems uncut gems. Oh God. <laughs> His, now, his, Anya, like she, can, can I ask you, is this someone, would I have heard of this person? Uh, no, no. <laughs> Absolutely she's, not. She's, no, she's, okay. she's setting Instagram and TikTok alight. So she's his, one of his, his most recent love interests. And oh. she gave an interest where she said, and I was Josh Safdie's move for Uncut Gems. She can't, she, can't, uh, she, can't say, she can't say Uncut Gems. I can't think of her name. She did like the, the photo and video diary of their first date and stuff like that. And I think he got all her friends like mini Birkin bags and stuff. Yes. Uh, oh God, she's Is it like Sh- Cheryl or Chanel or something. No, <laughs> no, that's nope. uh, that's a herb, I think. Uh, <laughs> Tarragon. Tarragon. <laughs> it's a. Uh, it's Julia Fox. Uh, but I think they've. I, th- I think they've now. They've now broken up. She's so I think it's fair long. to say. No, but he's 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 got a new girlfriend. I think now hasn't he? Yeah, who's called Tarragon or something. Uh, so I think it's fair to say that Gracie knows a lot about Kanye. Will knows a bit and she knows absolutely nothing. So do you guys want to set out your opening statements? And uh, do you want to let Gracie go in the middle? Do you want to go last? What do you want to... Headline act. Uh, Grazzle dazzle. Um, yeah, Gracie, what's your what's your opening position? Which you can change over uh, the course of the episode. Not how headliners what's... work, but okay, yep. <laughs> yeah. Headliner is opening for the support. That was a big, big come down from headline there to get them warmed open. up <laughs> so uh, just, like, people are still wandering in you know yeah. it's just like testing the mics and everything 
I suppose my position with Kanye now is... we're not even letting you start off. No, I mean... To say. Yeah, look, look yeah, we're going to let you finish. You we're going to let you finish, but Hugh yeah. has the best opening position. Ever. That's, I mean, that is just great, great reference. Yeah, yeah. Amazing One of those references that yeah. nobody laughs at and people go, recognised, I recognised yeah. that. Just a good head Hugh, nod. Yeah. Did you recognise that reference? Uh, if uh, you say no, I actually won't believe you. Because there, yeah. there, there, so there's, what, there's what not knowing... Say, we're going to let you finish. I'm yeah. going to let you finish. <laughs> I'm going to let you finish. Oh, I'm going to let you finish. Oh, sorry. Oh, I do know that. I do know that. Well, I tell do. us. What is <laughs> yeah. it? What is it? That's, uh, that's uh, the Taylor Swift thing. Yeah. 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 When well, he, someone's he, checked he, out he the Wikipedia page. Us. Yeah. No, please. I, I think, as we'll make very clear, I have just, every now and then, Kanye has sort of, you know, come into my life and then, you know, I've in his muse for a short <laughs> period and then and then he's disappeared again uh, yeah I look I'll start because I know nothing about him right one of the most famous men in the world um, I I would recognise a picture of him is what I would say um, <laughs> and yeah I become aware of him at various times I've heard obviously some of his music because you can't avoid it um, it's not a, I, I mean I know nothing about rap um, and I think some of his songs that I've heard are cool and other songs I've no interest in but yeah like I feel it's the sort of thing that when he sort of came out first, I was sort of finishing school and then I was in college. So someone would always be talking about him. So that's how you'd hear it. But yeah, I know nothing. I mean, he seems like a guy with a lot of problems, no doubt about it. And he also seems pretty awful. So that's where that's where I'm starting from, I guess. But some cool songs. Nice. I I knew not very much about Kanye, similar similar to Hugh. Like I'd see him when he sort of popped into the world and said like, "Oh, I want to." Like there was a bit of time where he was gonna uh, be given full creative control over an episode of Rick and Morty because Rick and Morty is like one of his favorite shows. Um, but that's fallen apart for some reason. But I was like, "I'm gonna come on this podcast. And I'm I'm gonna be like, oh, take that, Kanye. You were so successful, but." I like your music. And then today I listened to um, Graduation and College Dropout. And those albums are amazing. He's an incredible musician. Gracie, what's your, uh, what's your, your, yeah, your opening position? I, I'm, the more I, the more I started to really listen to him in preparation for this, the more I became split. Uh, I think I was very much obsessed with him when he first came out. Uh, knew a bit about him from being on other people's records and albums, uh, like Jay-Z's. He, he produced some songs on The Blueprint. Uh, he produced some songs on Alicia Keys' debut album um, and stuff like that. And then he came out with College Dropout, which I thought was just phenomenal. Uh, and then he goes through probably the three albums there around that College Dropout, Late Registration and Graduation. There is kind of a little bit of change in them. They kind of become a bit more uh, kind of bombastic as they go on, but they're very much in the same vein. And then he goes kind of completely different, does 808s and Heartbreaks, which I, I did not like, which is the everyone would know as the auto-tune album. Was he calling that the first Black New Wave album? Was that yeah. That he, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, or he might have said that about, Ye- about Yeezus, actually, because Yeezus was kind of like a metal album. A new like a new metal album and i thought so I, I was a huge fan of him i think he was doing kind of a lot different uh he was kind of the first backpacker or backpack rapper that kind of i would have heard getting big over here uh what's what's a backpack rapper when, when they're at home someone who goes around europe and finds himself <laughs> yeah you'll find you'll find him in gdansk or seville just just listen uh backpack rapper has it has two connotations there that's kind of it originally referred to kind of people who are into conscientious rap 
So there'd be the people who would have gone around with like deep cuts in their backpack to show up at parties in New York and stuff to play uh, mm. these these other rappers, and they would have only been into kind of conscientious and rap with a message rather than the the big stuff. And then it kind of took on a bit more of a meaning as to people who weren't trying to pretend that they were involved in like the drug lifestyle, the gang lifestyle. They were they're kind of not ashamed of being slightly more middle class, more educated and rapping about rapping about conscientious things rather than following conscientious rappers. So Kanye came, came out and he had a lot of songs like Diamonds from Sierra Leone, Hey Mama, uh, things you wouldn't normally expect. Jesus Walks is like, it's just a kind of ridiculous song for a rapper trying to be the most famous person in America to put out because it's it is literally just pretty great though it's it's an incredible song but it's literally about being mad religious which is not really yeah. a selling point for most people <laughs> were you into rap long before Kanye like yeah was rap always your music yeah rap, rap and indie guitar music those are the only two okay. things I really listened to <laughs> yeah. uh, so who were you listening to before Kanye uh like when I was younger obviously people like Tupac and Biggie Smalls and stuff like that. It was like this way anyone gets into rap in Ireland. And then... Uh, well, it probably really spoke to you with the struggle to I, break out of the South Side of Dublin. I mean, I I live on a street. I'm not in a yeah. residential estate. So, I mean, in that I'm, way... I'm I, from I, and there street. was there yeah. was actually a, a shoe shop uh, in Terran York called Crips. I don't know if it's still there, <laughs> but obviously that's, you know, for all I mean, South Dublin people, that's the real... It's a hot spot. Uh, so now and then I would have listened to people like Nas and I don't know Snoop Dogg and then Tribe Called Quest and people like that most def uh, and kind of anything and everything that came out I was obsessed with rap from probably around the age of 12 or 13 uh, all through my 20s uh, and now I am like everyone else my age I just listen to things I used to like when I was 15 uh, and, new, and new, new music scares me which I think is good for the demographic for this podcast because if anyone under the age of 25 is listening to this, they'd be like, this guy knows nothing about rap. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's it's all changed so much. So like, uh, you know, every so often I'll have a look at the top 20 streams oh, no, on Spotify. Yeah, that's like, scary. But no, none of the names even make any sense to me. No. Like, I, 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 I don't, I'm, I, I, yeah. I a lot, mean, lot, lot of dollar signs midway through a name these days. A lot of dollar signs. I was only saying this to somebody the other day. A lot of dollar signs. And the songs that I occasionally think I like, but I couldn't tell you who... Uh, sings them yeah yeah you know <laughs> now we're, we really aren't just at the middle-aged podcast now. Old, yeah. yeah but okay okay so here's the top 10 for stream stream things on spotify at the moment right yeah. do you recognize any of these artists probably okay. not number one dave yeah yeah uk dave. rapper okay gets lads off their head on pills up on stage and goes viral <laughs> yeah yeah alex from glasgow alex from glasgow is the best thing i've ever seen the, my favourite thing about that, so for those that don't know, this kid, well, you explain it, Gracie McDacy. Close, I don't know still there. So good. Pulled it out of the fire. John Wayne Gracie. <laughs> that is one of the better ones so far. Will it be kicking himself if you missed that? Yeah, I'm absolutely livid. I'm absolutely livid. So Dave was playing Glastonbury one year, and he is about to go into his song, Tiago Silva, who's also a football player who was playing for PSG at the mm. time. And I think the other person who sings the the verse in that is AJ Tracy because yeah. he was playing because he was playing alone. He was saying anyone who does anyone know come on up kind of thing and trying to get people out of the crowd. And some fifteen year old in like a fisherman hat, which I thought went out when we were fifteen, is there oh, with with his Tiago Silva jersey on, showing the name. People are like oh, I know all the words. He brings them up and he goes, "How you doing, man? How you doing?" And he just goes, oh, "I'm mashed." <laughs> 
And then they start playing the song and he hits every word absolutely oh, perfectly. Man. And it and it's he's one of these rappers, the verses aren't like uh like Snoop Dogg where it's really slow and laid back and singing. It's a mile a minute. Yeah. Your Complicated man is, flow. Your man is off his box and just hits it. I think he got like a, a modeling contract with Bugaboo out of it or someone like that. They like. Did you see the music video and the song they made with him? Afterwards? <laughs> no, no, I didn't. Because it was a really bizarre moment of like, like what is wrong with the world? But also well, you understand it, right? This like viral, organic, weird moment that happened. And then all Cash in. people with money just went... <laughs> And we're like, what can we do? And he released a, a song that was like, Alex from Glasgow. <laughs> like, <laughs> went on stage with my hat low. It was, it was that gives bad. Us, us all hope, really, doesn't it? You yeah, know? all you need That's... to do is be brought up on stage by a superstar in a rap well. Rip to your gills on pills and then nail a song. And <laughs> you're famous. So I'm the only person who doesn't know who Dave is. Yeah, yeah. I don't know who he is, obviously, but that, that doesn't that, count. That's honestly, cold yeah. comfort. You got in on the banter with the lads here. It was all fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but yeah, well, point. Okay, so who else have we got? We've got uh, the kid Leroy. Okay, I know, I know who they, he is because he's got that song with Justin Bieber. Oh, I wouldn't have picked that out until he said that. Yeah, uh, Imagine Dragons. And I've heard them. Gale. I think that's I think that's my mum's friend. <laughs> uh, Jab Baby. Oh, I know who the baby is. Do you? Yeah. He's an interesting one. He managed to kind of get cancelled for saying something uh, that was considered homophobic about two or three months ago. I can't remember exactly what it was. It was homophobic, not just considered. It was homophobic. But he, he had killed someone maybe five or six years before. No problem. We're all... <laughs> let's, let's Not a bother with that. Keep going. He killed someone in a Walmart. And people are like, yeah, welcome back, buddy. Get, get the music out there. And then oh he said God. he said something homophobic at a concert about five or six months ago. I think maybe it was re- more recent than that. Oh, and was that was like, strange like, sort of rant he went on? Yeah. And people are like, ah, no, I can't abide by this. <laughs> yeah, there is a line. Yeah. I mean, what makes Kanye different then? Because I think he definitely is out on his own. I think he's another one of these that you get into difficulty with regards to uh, when you talk about people who are influential in music. In the same way, if if you play someone, the Beach Boys or the Beatles now, and you kind of go, oh, well, they invented this kind of harmonizing. They invented this kind of overlaying of sample or overlaying of the, the instrument stuff. It doesn't sound as impressive because you're like, yeah, but I've been hearing other people do this for, for 20 years. Mm. There's, there's part of it mm. that kind of comes with being the first. And I think the fact that he kept trying so many different things, I mean, that 808 and Heartbreaks album was widely derided when it came out because it was all auto-tune. But then everyone, now, everyone was doing auto-tune quite soon after that. Uh, yeah. I think I think my beautiful Dark Twist of Fantasy is, uh, I think it's genuinely one of the best albums in history. I think the first five songs are as strong a first five as you're going to see on any album. And it's kind of this operatic long form anthemic kind of thing that it's just a, a real diversion and i think that allows then people who come after like childish gambino or like mm. uh even someone like not somebody i mean drake gets to move away but he's still quite popular it, it allows people to kind of do different things off of that and change it and i think that's that's a big part of it and then you get the second act of his career which i think you're into this position where i'm not sure if i like it or not or if i sure i'm you know when you I don't know if any of your like big fans of Star Wars or The Matrix or um, 
<laughs> we've done episodes on them i know uh, <laughs> or like or like a particular like writer or something and you you love something of theirs so then when the new one comes out like i think when that thir- third oasis mm. album came out people went out and bought it and yeah. you spent a long while convincing yourself you really liked it or that you could <laughs> that you could see what they were trying to do rather than just being like no no it's genuinely yeah. garbage i'm trying to convince myself that what he's doing is genius where i'm like part of it might be just that he's an idiot because he did the same with the stars the, mm. the first track of donda is just a woman repeating donda over and over again for like three and a half minutes and yeah. part of me is going well this is the emperor's new clothes and then a part of me is being like genius yeah. brava brava yeah. but do you guys think it's so is this the like has he broken through to some brand new creative space where that we cannot even comprehend as mortals or is it a downward i spot? think he'd like you to think that that it, it's it's we can't get our we can't wrap our minds around his genius basically that, that basically he's picasso or he's warhol as he said in the past and he's michelangelo and he's just he, he's not here he's not doing it for anyone else but pushing creative boundaries when really it's just like oh it's a bit shit so but mm. i mean a lot of the it's interesting so he's obviously very publicly had a lot of problems but mm. it hasn't stopped him from still producing an awful lot of work to, it, you know, you kind of cooling on him over the years, Gracie. Is that be partially because? Is it- I wouldn't call that one of his big problems. Yeah. I'd say he's dealt with that fairly maturely. <laughs> uh, I mean, if you look at if you look at the trend, it's 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 one for one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. not. I mean, you can't deny that yeah. that piece of data. You got one bit of data, but it tells a story. <laughs> Compelling. I, I don't know that he was ever particularly likable, but I mean, he's definitely become much more controversial you know and i yeah and i think i think one thing you have to remember about him is that he's not considered a good rapper and i think yeah. that that plays into a lot of it i think i don't know if any of you has watched any of the the documentary yeah i have oh, yeah. get out is it yeah <laughs> yeah so he won an oscar for get out and <laughs> exactly but there, you can see the desperation in him and you can see him when he's alongside other rappers that it's really, really forced. So he's more kind of uh, like a great front man or a great rock star rather than being a great singer in that respect. And I think that's always been a big problem for him where he's got that insecurity. And then I think the other thing that I read in an article about him the other day, and I think it's probably true of a lot of people, when he did what he did to Taylor Swift, uh, he was basically, you know, put in entertainment jail, wasn't allowed back. And he went off and made My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. And everyone gave it 5 out of 5 or 10 out of 10, depending on what magazine. And so he kind of thought that if he was good enough, no matter what he did, would kind of would go into the background. And then now I think he's in the position where he's finding out what happens when he's not producing incredible music. And he's still a bit off the rails and still being problematic for people. And it's not, he doesn't get the redemption from the work that he might have used to, which would have let him kind of, basically like it does for any, you know, if you're winning Super Bowls, you can do what the fuck you like. And if you're not, and all of a sudden, if you can't throw a ball anymore, then it is actually a massive problem that you got got a DUI and will cut your contract. It's the same for any of these people. And I think he's now on that kind of end of it. Do you think as well that the, the, he, obviously there's a lot of problems, but the stuff has gotten so poisonous and toxic, like, the Pete Davidson video. Yeah, it was weird. Disco. Like, it, it, it's kind of crossing a Rubicon from like eccentric genius, you know, to to possibly somebody who's dangerous. You know, it's 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 yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, sorry. I realise I'm talking a lot at this stage, and I'm not being particularly no, not, not being particularly funny anymore at all. But no, but it's good. well. Often we talk on the podcast, and we're not funny, but have no knowledge, and you actually have yeah. knowledge and opinions. So it's it's yeah. a, a breath of fresh air. I mean, Kim and Kanye. I mean, in a hundred years, I think people will still be talking about them as one of like yeah. the world's great iconic couples, right? Like the like Romeo and Juliet. Kim and Kanye. Oh, I don't. Started with some... I don't think. Do you that. not? No, I think there. I think I, I. I'd be interested to know if if we think that people will still be listening to Kanye's music in a hundred years' time, and the answer might be yes there. But I feel, I feel when you get into more the the pop culture side of thing as opposed to the art side of thing, it's very difficult for any of that to maintain. Yeah, but I, I, think. I think you're. I think you're underestimating though that Kim Kardashian is like probably the defining figure. Yeah. Of, of, of pop culture in the 21st century. No, I agree. I agree. But I don't think she's passed on to every successive generation. You know, I think they don't. They move on to their own new, like, like we don't know who 15-year-olds are now, you know, obsessed with. You know, I appreciate she reached a greater level than others, maybe. But I don't know. I mean... I could be wrong. Yeah, I, I just think, because I think one of the interesting things about Kanye is that he's so interested in fashion as well. Mm. So he hasn't limited himself to music. That's like where a lot of his money comes from, right? Yeah. yeah. Easy, bro. He, but he's he's very much like appointed himself kind of at the forefront of culture, not just music. Mm. You know, he's kind of the culture czar. Yeah. And she was his right-hand woman, you know. I, I just really think they'll be the thing that will have defined kind of like maybe the first 20 years of the 21st mm. century when we look back at it. But I, I haven't said that I don't think anyone was particularly surprised when the relationship uh, didn't ultimately work out. How long were they together? Uh, not very long, maybe five years. Is that all? Oh, really? I thought it was longer. Uh, Kim and Kanye got married in Florence in 2014. So yeah, they okay. were together a good long time. Um, Did they not get married in Ireland? Or they honeymooned here? They honeymooned in Ireland, yeah, yeah, yeah. And in fact, there's a fantastic story on... Um, you know, uh, my therapist ghosted me. They had yeah. a, some, somebody called in who'd been working at the cinema in Portlaoise the night that Kim and Kanye went in to watch a film. Yeah. And uh, Kim came up and asked for like a small popcorn and a small drink. And your mum was like, it's actually cheaper if you get us a deal. <laughs> 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 it's, 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 it's great. Um, That's amazing. But uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm a big Kim fan. You know, I just, I don't, I don't like to. I Yeah, I, like I have to... no problem with the Kardashians either. They get a lot of hate. Mm, I like him. Yeah, like the Kardashians. Yeah, it's easy, to, uh, easy to sort of attack them, but it's like they're. I mean, they're, they're very successful. <laughs> you can't like. Yeah, yeah, Kim yeah. has seventy million Twitter followers. That's seventy million. But like, yeah, it, it's not their fault. They're living through late stage capitalism. Like, what are they meant to do? Just not make money. <laughs> so I have this theory about uh, Jay Z and Beyonce, right? That obviously they're a very successful couple, um, you know, uh, romantically as well. But that she gave him. Uh, Sorry, question. How do you know they're romantically successful? I've we we've discussed it. They're 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 still together. That we know. <laughs> what a bar. She gave him <laughs> that she uh, she kind of legitimized him to like a more mainstream audience, and that she he gave her like more credibility in the music world. And I've always kind of thought of like, did, did Kim feel really insecure? Because obviously, uh, Jay Z and, and uh, Kanye had the um, had the Watch the Throne album together. That did did Kim feel like she was kind of the like you, you, Jay Z, Kanye, and uh, Beyonce as these like three entertainment powerhouses, and Kim was kind of the outlier. 
but in a way it's it's kind of phenomenal that she's gone on to kind of forge her own path since then I don't know what point I'm making I, I kind of feel that Kanye well. would have that insecurity though as well that like he would always see Jay-Z and Beyonce as being the power couple you know and that he and yeah, Kim are yeah, always yeah. fighting to keep up I feel I think a lot about people like Beyonce and Jay-Z doing poos <laughs> I, I just think like it, like at least once a day if they you know if things are going okay they're gonna sit down and have to just make some poo come out of them but it's like jay-z doing that that's mad and see well at the start of this podcast you didn't know how much we had in common and yet our search histories are almost beat for beat (laughs) (laughs) thanks grace grazy grazy oh he's back he's back just like that yeah well i I do love to imagine like what's jay-z doing right now probably a poo potentially a poo the odds are yeah you lost confidence in that very quickly, Will. Probably <laughs> to potentially very quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they are kind of two sides of the same coin. So like Jay-Z and Beyonce are like at Obama fundraisers. They're, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're like this golden couple, whereas it's all ended so terribly for Kim and Kanye. But, but I do still think we'll be talking about Beyonce in 100 years. I have a lot of thoughts on what we're going to be talking about in 100 years. Like I intend to still be alive. <laughs> yeah, top three things we're going to be talking about in 100 years, aren't you? Beyonce. Uh, probably the amount of work I've had done at the age of 134 <laughs> to stay looking as as young and uh, and Kim I'm, I'll never stop talking about Kim Kardashian yeah I mean with Kanye though the thing is like I I'd take Gracie's word on the music to be honest and like I say I've heard some some great stuff from him but it's just everything else that comes with him and with Kanye it's hard to to split them I feel yeah, yeah. The, the whole Trump thing. What? And then running for president. Mm. What? What happened? <laughs> the Trump thing I do find interesting, uh, in a, in a much wider sense, because it, there's a lot of layers to that in respect of uh, a lot of people trying to tell him that he couldn't support Trump because he was black, or that he was wrong for mm. supporting Trump because he was black, which is it, it's probably a much more difficult question than any of us should even attempt to answer on a podcast that people are going to hear or that might be played back in <laughs> in some years time but it's a very difficult question because there's the obvious thing that we think of the objective truth that trump is bad for interests of black americans and so therefore if you're supporting that you're supporting uh the restriction of their rights you know the the restriction of their progress all that stuff but then you also have the uh the problem of saying to someone you shouldn't be doing this because of the color of your skin and taking autonomy away from them, uh, which is just a really difficult needle to thread. But is there an element that he he's kind of a dauphin, like a, a princeling, and if you just have all this money and people are so accommodating of you, you would do that kind of thing just out of boredom? Oh, there's definitely like, that. Yeah, like, I mean, it's it, it's just a, like when if you can, like, I mean, I often think this about very wealthy people. You know, like the rest of us are living our lives at computer games. You're trying to collect enough coins to reach the next level but i mean if, if you can have anything you want yeah you're just trading on an entirely different level right where like yeah. getting your kicks is just so much harder There's also tim minchin wrote a thing about this about fame and the the sort of damages of fame and, and when you're a performer and you're doing stuff like that that people spend most of the your working time and your time telling you how great you are and it's hard to not like start believing that to some yeah. respect and like the more prolific you are, the more visible you are, and the more people are telling you that, the more it it must just change your brain. And when you're as 
visible and prolific as as someone like Kanye is. Like it it has an effect. And also the power. Imagine the power of being like, I'm gonna just chuck out a tweet and have 30, 70 million followers. That's it's that is crazy. Oh, it's got to be corrupting. But it's a, it's a lot of this so the kind of way he has made himself kind of a professional antagonist that he's kind of been an outsider in a lot of ways. Like one thing I didn't really realise until recently was that he came from like quite a middle class background. Like his mother was an English college professor. And at the time, obviously the currency in a lot of rap was your authenticity as somebody who had come from, you know, the streets. Like has, he, and as you say, Gracie, like he does have an insecurity at not being a particularly good rapper and probably somebody who maybe would have been a better producer than actually yeah and he was front, and they tried man. to kind of keep him in that producer slot like he he hated the idea that he was thought of as a producer no shame in being a producer you know well there's some shame there's that's some shame. that's been my struggle uh <laughs> i can't wait for the for the documentary that hugh's been recording about you and you yeah <laughs> yeah for years i think that uh, is something that i think about right as someone who's like actively trying to like become more visible and like uh, you know in in the comedy mm. world like I, I watched a bit of the kanye documentary just have time to watch the rest of it. it it was great i think it's an amazing documentary so far but i was like maybe maybe i'll hire someone like just in case just, just to get some balls going a, you know like because that's a i mean it's an amazing like leap of faith for a documentarian to be like i'm gonna follow this guy around i think he's got something like but the thing that struck me even physically in it like how he always seemed kind of distant i've only seen the first uh, installment of it. it like there's this like i think there was kind of a bashful quality to him that i hadn't really anticipated like there's something about him that i think is there's a very he has a very unusual quality that i can't quite put my finger on yeah and it's, it's one of those things where you don't want to kind of play armchair psychologist because you, you've no yeah. you've no idea but like you're watching yeah. him and knowing kind of what he becomes you can kind of see this mania about him whereby every single secretary he meets he feels compelled to rap a verse at them they couldn't give a fuck about. Yeah. They could yeah. not care less to hear him, but he's going to do it because he just wants yeah. to keep doing it and keep doing it. And you're kind of, you know what happens. You're kind of like, oh, that's that manifesting itself in this way. But in, in a way, it's a tale as old as time. Like you look at someone like Conor McGregor who goes from being sort of like quite humble and then ha- how much, I mean, you wonder like, was, was the quality always there or was the... The way, is the way they behave has it just been accelerated by I suppose being surrounded by these yes men but I, I just think he's a very unusual charmless personality type like he I, I, I can't warm to him at, at all Kanye or McGregor Kanye <laughs> loves I, McGregor yeah I don't think charmless is the word <laughs> but yeah, yeah I, 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 I don't think he, I think he would say he's a very bombastic performer but I would never consider him kind of charismatic oh no I, I disagree with, with that I think he I mean he's he's like his choices are unique, like rapping at secretaries, but like there's a there's a ballsiness in it about that. And I, I think part of his charisma at the time was like there's a story that I've forgotten who tells this story, but about Kanye So I thought that was go- gonna be the complete anecdote. <laughs> <laughs> Kanye going to a um to the Chappelle show when when Dave Chappelle was uh before he was making transphobic jokes uh when he was um doing Chappelle show and Kanye was invited and was a young like up and comer invited to come and watch the recording and they were like doing some edits and stuff and Kanye got a phone call and took the phone call and everyone was like what the what the hell is this guy doing and he was like I can't talk right now I'm at Chappelle's show why because my life is dope and I do dope shit <laughs> and that's like yeah. it's a cool anecdote 
Yes. Yeah. That's, that's, I mean, it's maybe charmless, just, but... But it's someone wanting to just be, like, a rock star and just yeah. be like, fuck it. How many yeah. times, Will, when you've been at things, have you faked that phone call? Every single time. Yeah. yeah. And I get kicked out of theatres left, right, and centre, man. But do you think he's somebody... Do you think he is somebody that you guys would want to know? Like, do you think you could be oh. friends with him? No. I mean... God, I can't imagine. Because I, I think he does have amazing charisma, but, but I don't... I don't find any of it likable, I suppose, you know. I once had a dream that I was best friends with Snoop Dogg and it was so great because I think we'd get on really Snoop, well. I'd like Snoop, I, I'd, yes. Snoop yeah, Snoop over I Kanye any, any day of the week. Yeah, I, yeah, think, so. I think Snoop is so lovable. And I, I have you, has anyone watched his show with Martha Stewart? No. no. I mean, that's a sentence I didn't expect to hear. Yeah, it's, 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 it's cooking with pot. Uh, and they have this really charming cookery show, and it's Snoop in an apron, and it's just—I just think he's—and I, you know, you know, he coaches his kids' soccer team, doesn't he? And he's really big into, or maybe it's American football. It's American, yeah. It's kids, oh, it's kids like a, a fairly high standard college athlete. Yeah, I, I, ju- I just think, and I think even Jay Z, I could see myself being friends with Jay Z. I, I just, I just don't see me and Kanye being buds. Gracie, who would you pick to be friends with out of Jay Z, uh, Kanye, and Snoop? Like actual friends, like you have a an ongoing Ooh. relationship. Yeah, not like me and you, Gracie. No, no I mean like that's you're, 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 once you're every five years you do a podcast <laughs> together on the reg. Oh, out of the three of them, you love Jay Z. I do love Jay Z. I think it'd have to be him, and I think I think you get the best nights out with Jay Z. Uh, yeah. I think Kanye would just want to bring it to his ranch. And I home. I can't imagine being friends with him for for more than one second. Can I ask something about Kanye, right? Does Kanye perform live still? Sexually. <laughs> Are you asking, is he a generous lover? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> is, I, I would say the answer to that is no. That he's not a generous lover? I, I wouldn't say so. Well, he's right wing, isn't he? So probably not. What does so ego not like, need him to be? Like, does he not, would he not come away from every encounter being like, I need to make sure that she thinks that I am genuinely the greatest person in the world. I'd say he's an oddly sexless creature. Oh, that's not a bad call. Yeah, I think he's one of those people that's just like, uh, you know, the 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 delights of the flesh do not interest him because he has transcended us all. I'd say... I kind of wish you hadn't said any of that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> flesh was a low point, wasn't it? Do, does he drink? Because uh, I have a feeling he might be quite clean living, or have I made that up? When he interrupted... Taylor Swift, he was halfway through a bottle of Hennessy and he had it on stage with him, so he certainly used to drink. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I, I know Kim doesn't drink. Kim is a famous teetotaler. Hugh, no. Why do you think I want to go out with another teetotaler? But it'd be very handy. Nah. So, yeah, someone's got money. to be a bit of crack in the relationship, <laughs> don't they? <laughs> um, Alanis Morissette, are there any things that you want to get off your chest about Kanye before we finish? Every, every single time he, he shoots, he scores. This is fantastic work. Uh, before you get to that, Gracie, have you ever experimented with being called Al? Uh, I have a few friends who call me that, mainly from a period of uh, more rotundness in college where it was prefaced or prefaced with two other uh, words, big fat. Uh, not, a, not a great time. Gracie, this is actually a feature of you that you characterized, you, you have described having a period in your life where you were like fat Gracie. Oh, big fat Gracie. But you you were not. You just got you just got you just got you just got very into the gym. But I, I don't Oh no, no 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 This is before I knew you. I got big. But like what are we talking? I've seen the photos. You had the you had the frosted tips. 
Oh no, Frost Tip was the goal near this one. The, the Frost Tips grew out. I had long, long blonde hair. Uh, and I've seen the photos. I don't think I like. I think you just. I oh, think you're very no. hard on yourself. Uh, you know, I, can, can we post a photo on the Instagram for the? Okay, I have a friend who has some very unflattering photos. I'll get them off and you can post them up. I mean, I'm a complete, yeah. uh, absolute smoke show now. But like back yeah, then, yeah, yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> Did anyone call you the BFG? No. Uh, that would that, that would have yeah. hurt my feelings a lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I would have gone for that or grossy. I I got I grossy but not really due to fatness just because it's a funny thing to call someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Sounds a bit like Gracie, yeah. <laughs> I, like, I like the consensus. Yeah, it, that is a funny thing to call someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah look, yeah. it's funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah I would have done yeah, that. Yeah. That's good bullying. Yeah. The long the long hair sounds really something. Oh, the long, the long hair was majestic. How do you think I, how do you think I landed Neve? Just... <laughs> <laughs> is that when you met her? Yeah. During the long hair period? Oh, wow. Yeah. So she's either like really happy that she took a gamble and it worked out well or devastated that you <laughs> left your true self. Oh no, she's like one of the first people who got into crypto. <laughs> <laughs> You're her Bitcoin. Oh yeah. <laughs> Do you want to move to your, your final positions and uh, let's take a photo on Kanye. Is Kanye a legitimate like? And Do you want to leave Grace until last? Yeah, here's like the headline act. Yeah. So we'll put him first yeah. before the start of the podcast even. <laughs> Standard. We'll put Gracie last. No, I will. You go first. You go first. Kanye West. I, a big pro for me is that if I had a surname West, I would call my kid North. Like I think that's unbelievable scenes. I think it's amazing. Yeah, um, it's, it is also child abuse though. So uh, we'll it, we'll also think child abuse is amazing though. So. Yeah, yeah. Big fan. <laughs> I like. I like Kanye's music. I think it was amazing watching some of that documentary and seeing how, like, like seeing him working away at the start of his career, like when he moved from Chicago uh, and into New York and was like selling beats and trying to get like a foot in the door. Um, th- that was really cool, and it, it sort of humanizes the like, wow, like he's now become this like symbol and this like billionaire figure who's done very questionable things. Uh, and and seeing the human journey of that is cool. And also, he is undeniably a brilliant producer, I would say. Um, but I think I, I I'm very torn. It's been really interesting hearing about this. I'm very torn about it. I think he's not a legitimate like. Uh, I think he's a great producer. He makes great music, but a, a lot of the stuff he's done, I I don't. I'm not a huge fan of. Like, well, am I? I don't know. I don't really know what I think. My gut is saying no. My heart is saying yes. He's <laughs> so absolute shambles. Why? Why do I get a vote in this? I'm saying no. I don't have any reasons for it. I feel like I have to finish speaking now. Thanks for your time. Wow. What a fucking disaster? Why am I a co-host? I don't understand. <laughs> like it's just terrible. I don't have anything to say. Nothing new to add. I don't know why I had to go first. All I was gonna do was she was gonna say something. I was gonna choose the opposite. I imagine you had to go first because I was obviously gonna say it's not a legitimate like. I thought you were gonna say it was, so we could leave it up to Gracie. Okay, but well, now see this. Is, I was just gonna choose the opposite of what you chose, but you you put me in this position. So yeah, I'm, I'm I know. You see, I could just choose the opposite of what you chose, but I don't like to lie, Will. I need to be truthful to myself. Like, can All right, you? Well, you're fine. happy for you know Will what? to do it. You're a mob wife. <laughs> yeah. Fucking enjoy this. Enjoy this bit of editing, Hugh. 
actually, now I think about it though, his music's so good. It's sort of it's transcendent of all his terrible right wing views. And I actually love billionaires. I think they're great. His shoes are amazing. I love that he keeps changing his name. He's a legitimate like for me. That's what I believe. Firmly, wholeheartedly. Yum yum yum. <laughs> Happy? Now now I don't know what to do. <laughs> More with the edits, you know. I mean, I, I, I think we should just respect the integrity of the process. Yeah, you know, yeah. No, I think we should. I think we should. Let's make yeah. a show we can be proud of. Yeah, I'm no, very happy to have that curtain pulled back because I, I knew it was always just you both picked the opposite. I knew in my heart. It really it isn't weeks, that, but I do tend, Oh, don't try to play I that now. We'll just shout it down. Put us in the order that at least is going to make it a decision with the third one. But anyway, yeah, nice to share you're working with the class afterwards. Yeah. Um. Look, I mean, that's what he meant to do. I don't know much about. It. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah. If he tell, if he tells about the stars, yeah. Um, I see. Ah, look, I know very little about Kanye, obviously, and uh, I guess I have a, I have a limited familiarity with music and a limited familiarity with his impact on pop culture. Yeah, like any time I see him doing anything other than his music, it seems pretty unappealing. And while I think with with a musician or an artist, uh, you know, a lot of the time you're going to you want to separate the art from the person. I think Kanye has very deliberately not allowed us to do that. I think he's made himself part of everything that he does. Um, And so with that in mind, I am going to vote Kanye down and say that he is not a legitimate like. Whoa, I totally agree or disagree. (laughs) So, Gracie. The I mean, game's that's... over. Or no, Gracie. Game... It's one all. So, <laughs> <laughs> Gracie, Gracie, it's, it's over to you now to... Oh, um, need a new name. Uh... We're leaving it. We're leaving it. <laughs> we're leaving it 2-0, legitimate likes. Gracie, so we've brought you on here to discuss something that you're an expert on, and it turns yep. out your vote doesn't even matter. How'd you feel? Yeah. Relieved. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to hear, though, Gracie, for you. Yeah. What's you're the your... biggest fan of them I know. Uh, I, I and that's the thing. I am actually I am a huge fan, but I did actually come into this torn on which way I would vote on him. Um, because I take his point that he's made his persona outside of his music part of the whole product. So it's kind of hard. It's you know it it separates a little bit from the argument where you'd normally go into about separating the art from mm. the artist. But then there's a part of me that also thinks what he's done that people vilify him for is not half as bad as most artists that we that we do go to bat for on the separating the art. What he's done is basically been, he's been an asshole and a troll. Yeah. Uh, I don't think there's been any domestic abuse. Yeah, the I fact don't think that Chris any... Brown's still knocking about and everyone's exactly. like, cool, that is bonkers. So Chris Brown gets a pass, baby gets a pass for killing someone, John Lennon gets a pass for smacking his wife around. Yeah. Uh, you know, Phil Spector gets a pass for holding guns to people's heads to make them feel to finish records. That's a great point. Yeah. So uh, there's there's part of me with that that I kind of think if you you hold him to the music and you hold him to the peak of his music, which we also do for people kind of twenty years down, we don't kind of go back and say, oh, yeah, but they they really went off the ball off the boil after the third album. We concentrate on their first three and kind of go, they're great. Oh yeah, are they still making music? They might be. Who cares? Um. You let them kind of the the peak of their work speak for it, but then oh, it's a tough one because put it right when I was looking them up, the, the two worst, maybe not two worst, but two things he said that really just kind of makes it hard to then say no, he's he's part of the zeitgeist. We should love him. He said uh, 
talking about Harriet Tubman, he said, Harriet Tubman never freed any black people. She just sent them to work for other white people. Oh, my God. And he, and he said, 400 years of slavery sounds like a choice to me. Wow. And so, like, you get to that, you're kind of like, oh, God, this guy's the worst. But then you then you also get back to, well, he's also just a provocative troll who's trying to, to get clicks and headlines, and he hasn't actually physically harmed anyone. Yeah. So no, I, I I am genuinely torn. I think if you if you hold it to the music, and say out of his first five solo albums, I think four of them are absolute classics uh, of the genre, and I think then his album with Jay Z, Watch the Throne, was another incredible achievement. Uh, so I think, especially now that I know it's not going to be the casting vote, uh, and it's it's a punt to nothing. I'll, I'll stick to it and say he's a legitimate like safe in the knowledge that when he does get cancelled I can tell people it's not my fault yeah well played <laughs> very good very diplomatically put Anya what would you have voted I, I, I'm really really torn like Gracie I think on the art alone he's a legitimate like but your point Hugh is right that like it, it, you're kind of getting the whole package with him it's harder to separate them I, I'm going to say he's a legitimate like okay so we've taken Kanye away um Gracie thanks so much for coming on I hope you've enjoyed your time on the podcast I know I really did uh I was, as I said to you before I was getting nervous uh haven't heard mm. the two the two Bradshaw boys on last week uh they're incredible uh then I remembered that Hugh's story about going into McDonald's to avoid not getting mugged by someone who wasn't trying to mug him made the edit mm-hmm. and a bit more <laughs> a bit more comfortable coming on yeah, it's tough all right it's tough yeah. you know you got a you got a good shot here really having you on gracie and i'm calling you gracie because i can because i haven't yeah. used Aww. that one yet mm. right don't think so um I, I, it's been amazing like i it's always great having someone who really cares and knows their stuff about something because i like i feel like i've learned more about kanye <laughs> today than i have uh, in any other time in my life so thanks for coming on oh no i really enjoyed it any chance I could plug a mate's album while I'm on here? Oh, yeah. 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 I've got a friend, um, Daniel Fitzpatrick. He performs on the name Bad Hands. He's got a new album called uh, Far Away coming out on April 9th. So everyone get out and support him if they can. Because I don't oh, have anything on my own to plug. That sounds very cool. Sorry, can I just say, Gracie, if you don't, if you don't mind me saying it, has a fantastic Instagram. Oh, that I... if, you're, if you're a fan of craft beer and dogs, Gracie does a lot of rating and reviewing of craft beers. And... <laughs> Do you and rate the dog? dog. One, There's the, only one dog. The dog gets the same rating every time. 13 out of 10. <laughs> 14 out of 13. 14 out of 13, sorry. Uh, and oh my gosh, this is amazing. It, it's amazing. And Gracie, where can we find you on Instagram? Uh, Alan Grace underscore Beerister. Alan Grace underscore Beerister. It's, it's a great account. Uh, I enjoy it a lot. Like, like Barrister. Yeah. yeah, wish I hadn't chosen that as my handle now. Because one of my favourite things to do is uh, pretend to misunderstand the difference between a barrister and a barista. A barista, it's classic. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, good, just good comedy. Classic, unique joke. I'm excited. I'm excited. But I think we should do. A, maybe you should come back for the craft beer or dog episode. I mean, surely, dog is a ten second episode. Everyone just goes legitimate like, and then we go home. <laughs> Absolutely, he's coming on. Well, Gracie, thanks for coming on. Anya, thanks for producing. No problem. Yeah. Will, thanks for co-hosting as always. Oh, you're so welcome. I'm such a uh, an integral member of the team. 
Thank you for listening to Legitimate Likes. If you enjoyed the podcast, well then, give us a follow on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, wherever you find your podcasts. Find us on Instagram and on Twitter, at Legitimate Likes, and get in touch with us. Let us know what you'd want to hear next. Let us know what you think of us. Rate and review us, please, on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts as well. And we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.